You are now listening to Feeding Off Each Other. Snow day! Whoa! It's a snow day! Let's start! We're here! <laughs> so excited, guys. Because Why are we doing this? We should be outside building a snowman. I know. It's a snow day. Yeah. And, like, all the schools are closed. It's amazing. It's a rare occasion in Vancouver. It really is. Oh, but here we are, trapped inside. We, we closed all the windows. We can't see outside. We're just in our dark basement. Welcome to Feeding Off Each Other, the weekly podcast where we feed off the talent, humor, and knowledge of uh, people who are better than us. And uh, hopefully we have some awesome stories by our uh, guest today. Uh, I, I need to memorize this. this. That was my best. <laughs> hey, you were off the dome, though. That was pretty good. Off the dome. Yeah, yeah I was, oh, I'm impressed. Fire, bro. <laughs> I am Matt Dennison, and I'm joined by... Bazinga. David no longer has COVID, did not die from COVID. Oh, yes, daddy. I didn't die. I almost did, though. It's corona time. You played this the whole time. Hey, Jason's yeah. going corona hard. Jason's right been now. practicing. <laughs> and so I'm joined by Jason, the tool man, Lucas. Uh, we uh, hold on. we've been busy in the studio. We've been building stuff. I saw Jason hold a drill. That's not true. You held a drill once. You yeah, drilled some holes. It yeah, was just for vanity things. photos, yeah. though. He was just like yeah, and then doing like fill James, all the holes with putty. Out. Doing yeah. like James Bond poses with a drill. Looked like Swiss cheese in here. <laughs> this is our first podcast where it actually looks like how it should look. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's way more complete. It was close last time, wasn't it? Pretty close. Uh, it didn't have pretty close. It. We were missing the pictures. Yeah. We have some new lights now. The camera's actually in focus. <laughs> was it not in focus? No, I think it was soft on, on Jason, Jason last time. I'm just soft. And then last time the mic covered my face the whole time like this. That was nice. Damn, boy, he's thick. Also, for some reason, you looked really red. That's that was shy. <laughs> you were just embarrassed. <laughs> yeah. I'm curious though, how many people listen versus uh, watching. And if it even matters if we're out of focus. I, I can tell you the exact numbers if you want. No, not in the pod. Don't disclose those okay. in the pod. <laughs> uh, like it's going to too long to get through all the zeros. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to uh, alert the audience that's watching that my favorite part is Chuthers on the, on the wall. We, yeah. So we we got to give a shout out to Brooke. Brooke killed it on the wall. Mm-hmm. All this fantastic art. All this art is made by Brooke. Apart from a couple photos there. Might be a... Who took the photo of me doing a backflip? Haley or Ollie, or maybe Haley or Ollie. Haley or Ollie. And then there's one little photo of Kaz. It's actually a screen cap. It's Kaz playing the keytar on Lonsdale Key. Hey, oh yeah, the keytar. That's a how do we not think spelled Q U A Y? That's from Time to Buy an E Bike. And then we got the sticker bomb behind us. Fantastic, I love it. This is great. Now we just need to do one thousand of these in a row, and maybe. Maybe we'll yeah, legitimately be at 10 million listens. Yeah. Maybe. 10,000 podcasts? Um, I mean, I don't know when we want to do this. But I have a fun fact of the day that relates to our guest today. Mm, okay. Do you want to hear it? Uh, sure. Or is it too early? Do we need to like introduce him to tie it in? Yeah, I mean, we could acknowledge him at this point. It would be good to hear from him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Could be wise. He's very good at being quiet. All our, usually yeah. our other guests, we tell them like, "Hey, we're going to intro you. Just like, don't say anything until we say get through your intro, and then immediately they start talking." But today he's doing very well. He's behaving himself. <laughs> I think for that for that reason alone, we should intro him and allow him to speak. Dave, you should do the intro because you missed. I don't the e- last couple. I don't even have it open. 
He's going to start with a huge phlegmy cough. <laughs> I'm actually, yeah, I'm actually worried I'm going to sound phlegmy at some point. There it is. Oh, God I see it. it. Okay. I think, you want me to do the yeah, intro? Yeah, you do it. You do it. You do it. Okay. This is, I, this is a blind read, and I don't even know if it's accurate. Blind. It's, <laughs> it's oh, wait, no. I actually, see. <laughs> I actually rewrote some of it. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. You ready? Today's guest started from humble beginnings growing up on the remote coastal island of Haida Gwaii, B.C., while satiating his appetite for outdoor adventure, he also caught the entrepreneurial bug and started Overland Outfitters with his wife, a business that s- specializes in servicing and equipping uh, Toyota trucks for overlanding. What initially began as a rooftop tent rental business in his garage has blossomed to a successful storefront and multi-vehicle workshop. He's a business owner, mountain biker, Video creator, dog father, and we're lucky enough to call him a good friend. Aww. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Brayden oh, so Hitchcock. Wow. He's here. He's yeah. here. Jeez, that was good. I don't think I've ever been introduced before. How did it, fe- how did it feel? <laughs> Felt illuminating. I was actually getting out of breath <laughs> saying all those words. It's like COVID. It actually is. <laughs> how you doing, Brady? Good. I think yeah. we asked the best person to uh, drive out here to be on the pod in the snowstorm. You had yeah. no excuse. No, no, I didn't at all. That's the one thing about our business is we never have a snow day because everybody wants to get there in the snow. So, yeah. The only excuse that I guess would have been valid is if there was a traffic jam. Yeah, which was a concern, but the highways were actually good. No yeah, problem. was it? Jason, you said it was a nightmare out by your place? Yeah, there's a lot of stuck cars here in North Van. It's, it's hilly, so a lot of people try and send it down those hills. And then I just heard they closed the Lionsgate Bridge oh, because baby. of uh, chaos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, it was getting pretty backed up. Yeah, but uh, you made it. Yeah, you made it. Yeah. It's like coming to mm-hmm. school on a snow day. We're sorry. We dragged yeah. you all the way out here. Uh, it's okay. Yeah. This is the school of life, you know? <laughs> All right, Fuck so I have my fun fact of oh, the yeah. day. Uh, it's Toyota-based. I asked uh, ChatGPT to give me a Toyota-based fun fact. This guy's cheating. <laughs> COVID killed his brain. He can't think for himself. <laughs> ChatGPT is the Ouija board of technology. It really is. Okay, <laughs> so from ChatGPT, here's a fun fact about Toyota. The company's name was inspired by its founder, uh-oh, Kichiro Toyota. <laughs> However, when it came the time to uh, make the logo, uh, it's, it was Toyota spelled with a D, like Toyota. Uh, the designers decided to use, to use a T instead of an O because uh, in Japanese it's considered like good fortune uh, to have eight strokes in your logo and Toyota written in, uh, oh God, katakana, which is one of the Japanese writing systems. Kaz is over here just judging. This is verbatim what ChatGBT wrote. All of this, even the Kaz yeah. thing. <laughs> it required, like when they write Toyota with a T, it's, it's eight strokes. So that's lucky. So they went with a Toyota with a T instead of a D. Interesting. There's your fact. I didn't know that. Well, now you know. School of life, man. <laughs> School of life. Hey, come on. Give him some credit. He's short of breath, okay? He's doing the best he can. I'm trying. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. How are you doing, Brady? Good. Yeah, good. Things have been great. Yeah? Yeah, my truck is in tiny little pieces. So, <laughs> you know, things are in balance, you know? What, what do you mean by that? As in, 
nothing can be too good, you know. No, no. What do you mean by it's in pieces? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> I understand what balance means. Yeah. I don't know. I had you to know, break like one it down. side weighs as much as the other. <laughs> uh, yeah, the truck is literally like every piece that can be removed from a truck has been removed. The frame is over here. The cab's over there. All of it. So I'm building the truck from the ground. The blue up. truck. The blue truck. Yeah. yeah. What are you doing with it? I'm building it into like. Hopefully the ultimate overland off-road truck. Oh, but are you doing the, the, is this like the race car? Like the, the buggy thing? Or is It'll this... be as close as you get to a race car without actually racing it. Okay. Ideally. I mean, we'll see how far the money goes. But well, you, yeah, you've wanted to do this for years. Yeah, it's true. Ah, dream comes true. Yeah. What kind yeah. of, what car is it? Or truck? It's my Tacoma. It's 2006. So I've had it for 13 years. 13 years, yeah. Yeah. So Why are you doing this? It's a great question. <laughs> it seems like a nightmare. And there's no valid answer. <laughs> I just like to suffer, yeah. <laughs> well, there's got to be something to it. I mean, you want to drive the, you want to drive it when it's all done. It's going to be a more capable truck, I assume. It's true, yeah. But uh, will it ever be done? That is the question. Mm. Yeah. And you're documenting this, I assume? Trying to. Yeah. I'm finding it hard to, like, build a truck while videoing myself build the truck, while also, like, getting everything out of the way to, to run a business, you know? So a lot of things to balance. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything in balance, you know? That's right, like, yeah. A good friend told me that once. <laughs> Man, if I took apart my truck piece by piece, yeah, that would, it would be going straight to the junkyard after. <laughs> Unless Brady wanted to put it back together for me, but... No. I do not consider <laughs> myself a car guy whatsoever. No, me neither. Uh, not even a truck guy, despite mm-hmm. my uh, wheels. Yeah. Thank you, Brady. Yeah. No <laughs> Maybe I'll learn something today. Yeah, I've built three out of the four vehicles sitting on these chairs. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> You're the guy. I have, a, our... I have a Honda. I'm sorry. Yeah. I used yeah. to have a Toyota. The Corolla Royce? The Corolla Royce. Yeah, that's a nice The car. 2003 Toyota Corolla. It was uh, definitely a car. They, the old <laughs> Corollas actually had a 4x4 option. What? Yeah. Shit. Yeah, we used to have one. We'd rally around in the bush. How old? I think it's 80s. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Like old, old. Before my time. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, tell us about growing up in the bush, okay? Because I've heard some stories. Uh, I don't think Dave, Dave knows much about your, uh, your upbringing. I know nothing. Except for Haida Gwaii. Yeah. Makes sense. You read it. Yeah. I did. <laughs> yeah. Tell us, tell us briefly about it growing up. What was it like growing up uh, north? Yeah. It is great, honestly. It's like probably the best upbringing I could hope for. Is just my town had 350 people in it or so. I think the whole island, about 4,000, at least at the time. And, uh, yeah, you just become, like, super close, tight-knit family more than anything. So, like, I have friends that I grew up with that are, like, my brothers and sisters. And, uh, yeah, no internet. I think they only just got cell phone service, um, like, maybe, well, now it's, like, 10 years ago. But, you know, that's not that long ago in the grand scheme and uh yeah it's crazy just like there was no internet no satellite tv nothing like that growing up until i was a bit older but uh yeah so if you wanted to do something you'd go and hang with your friends or go out in the bush or go on the beach or whatever nobody cared like you could just go out as a kid into the forest and 
it's not like you're going to get abducted or anything. So, yeah, it's pretty good. I remember you telling me about ferry rides. Was that to get to school? No, or? no, no. no. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, these because these were long yeah. ferry rides. Yeah. This is just to get to the mainland. Yeah, to get to the mainland is about a seven-hour ferry. But if there's like a storm, the Hecate Strait is one. I think it's somebody said it's like the third most dangerous body of water in the world, something like that. So, uh, sometimes hold on, Dave wants to make a pun. Oh. Real? Oh, I thought you wanted to make a Hecate pun. Sorry, I thought I saw I saw it brewing. <laughs> So I thought it was you were wow. to it. So the guy who discovered that body of water was like, ah, heck it. Let's, uh, let's sail across. Let's find out. Sorry. Oh, Dave, can yeah. you make a heck of a pun? Uh, he already did one. Sorry. Yeah. I just saw like him foaming at the mouth. Like, oh, God. Yeah. I wasn't, that was just COVID. That's I COVID. literally wasn't thinking about it at all. <laughs> so it just had to ruin the flow. Of that. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. The, the, this body of water, the most third most dangerous in the world. Why? Because That's what I heard. I think just the weather changes really fast. Oh. Yeah, so we'd be on the ferry for like I think the longest I was on the ferry was thirty two hours, like anchored behind an island. Sometimes you would get on the boat and you would go to your room or whatever and sleep, and then wake up and you haven't even left yet because <laughs> the storm would just come up in the night. Jesus. Wait. So can so. you describe where Haida Gwaii is? Yeah, if you go about like halfway up BC mm-hmm. and then turn left onto the west coast uh, and then take a ferry. The ferry's out of Prince Rupert? That's right, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Which, yeah. So that's, that's where you're going to the mainland, Prince Rupert? Yeah, yeah. Right. So, which is still a pretty small town. Yeah, in the yeah, middle yeah. of nowhere. So, yeah. The nearest Costco is another eight hour drive to Prince George. That's how I measure all distances. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How tourist friendly is Hadaguay? Uh It's very friendly to tourists, yeah. But uh, the journey there is treacherous and difficult and long. But how do you yeah. get there? Well, uh, all the usual ways, like a train. I had no train. Sorry, I lied. First one I said was a lie. <laughs> but you can get there by plane or by boat. Driving on the boat, walking on the boat. Pogo stick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Underwater pogo stick. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you could swim. I have a, fr- a friend that I grew up with that kayaked from Prince Rupert to the island. Jesus. Cool. Oh. Did you live there when it was called Queen Charlotte Island? Yeah, so that's how I knew it growing up. Okay. But it changed after I actually moved away. Wait, I didn't yeah. know that it's the same place. Same place, yeah. My mind I is full of light, learned. My yeah. mind is blown right yeah, now. Yeah, me too. Me too. Holy shit. Have we not heard <laughs> Queen Charlotte Islands then for is, a long time? Uh, yeah, they've been just chilling on Wait, that. Wait, did you guys like go to school or? I was out of school by the no. time that would have happened. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what, so what, do you remember anything from when they changed the name? Like, what was the, uh, I don't know, what was the talk of the town around that time? Uh, I wasn't really there okay. anymore, but I do know that, like, yeah, it was just, like, at the time where they were changing a bunch of names around BC to be more, like, respectful, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah, it's kind of, nobody really cared that much, I don't think. I wonder how much money that costs for everybody to tear down their signs on the front of their store that says Queen Charlotte <laughs> Island and tear down or like their checks or whatever, you know. The main town is still called Queen Charlotte City. Mm. So okay. we, well, actually, that's a funny thing because we always called it Queen Charlotte City. 
But then at a certain point, we weren't actually allowed to call it the city anymore because the government was like, you're too small to be a city, so you have to call yourself Queen Charlotte Village. <laughs> so, but I don't think anybody listened to them. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what the mafia called the, uh, the, the island? What? Call it hide a guy because they, you know, bury bodies there. <laughs> so when did you move to, did you move to Vancouver? <laughs> Uh, I kind of traveled around a whole bunch okay. after that. Yeah, I graduated and uh, and then just left and traveled. Just on your own? Yeah, yeah. And uh, I worked all over the place just doing jobs, and then I'd travel and then do a job and then travel. And uh, yeah, and I ended up here. Yeah, you had quite a few jobs. I remember you telling me uh, one of the gnarly ones was like, the <laughs> I, don't, I forget what you call it. It's not HVAC. Oh, like Hydrovac. Hydrovac, yeah. yeah that, that sounds like a gnarly job. That, that job, like that, whatever, that micro dirty jobs. Yeah. Yeah, that should be a dirty job for mm. sure. Yeah. Just, so to tell me about that, you were basically like deep in tunnels, vacuuming up the waste that people are, you know, creating from jackhammers or whatnot. Yeah, it was essentially, you got it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well. Okay. Next question. Yeah. Next. Question. Yeah. This is Matt yeah, answers questions for the for the guest. Yeah. I, I think the craziest one I worked on was like under the Ruskin Dam. I was way underneath there where the turbines and stuff are, and uh, vacuuming up. Like like you said, the guys are jackhammering all the old concrete out, and I'd be vacuuming it up, and it'd go like 400 feet to the truck. And the vacuum is crazy. Like it's all remote control, but because I'm underground, I had to radio a guy above who would be controlling it and sometimes that vacuum is like hard to control and it would get stuck to your leg and you're just like shut it off shut it off and it's like ripping your pants off and yeah it was like literally <laughs> ripped my pants giggity, off. Giggity, giggity, giggity. <laughs> I, I accidentally do that with my vacuum cleaner yeah. all the time i'm like oh yeah. shit my dick's in it again <laughs> i always would think about like the uh in star wars the garbage compactor when they're like turn it off turn it off <laughs> But How does a vacuum suck up rock? Like it must be so powerful. Yeah. You ever yeah. purposely put anything you shouldn't have? Dave, don't answer. In the uh, vacuum? <laughs> not not purposely. You probably but get in trouble. Vacuumed up like a radio and like a few things like that. But. Any other dirty jobs you've had in your time? Uh, not particularly dirty. I don't think. What was the uh, best job you had besides the one currently? Best job I had was when I when I, growing up on Haida Gwaii and uh, uh, doing forestry, running a chainsaw in the woods. Oh yeah, that's my favorite job I've ever had, including the one I have now. So, yeah, I didn't know you did that. Wait, yeah. you just logged or yeah? Oh, okay, just, I I was never a faller. Mm. I was too young. I didn't at that time, but I would uh, do all the limbing and and bucking and stuff. And uh, yeah, what is bucking? I uh, like taking the logs that have been felled and then cutting them into the appropriate lengths to be mm. taken to the mills and stuff. So, does it bother yeah. you guys the word fell and like felling? Why is it just falling? The falled trees, <laughs> felled trees, is it just me? No, I like I like yeah. that. You word. like it? I like it. It's cool. Bit. It's Jeez, fun. It's very right. cool. <laughs> well, uh, they felled a tree. <laughs> Super technical. So, at what point did you get into uh, or like fall in love with trucks? I guess this was. Yeah, I think growing up, like, we were always on the beach in old Toyotas and stuff, and my dad, 
like is a mechanic and had his own business there and so i just grew up working on vehicles of many kinds and car mechanic uh no like a heavy duty mechanic okay run like excavators and all that kind of stuff and so i just grew up like doing that kind of stuff and and just being into it and then when i moved to the city I, like i needed an escape because going from like a town of 350 people to a street of 350 people is like a pretty big change so uh yeah to escape the insanity of the city i would always just go out camping and stuff then i want to go further and further and further and so the vehicles just got more and more burly so yeah yeah. camping is uh it's a good way to reset yeah how often are you actually out in the woods yeah well that's the funny thing isn't it i used to be out every weekend and then i started a business surrounded by camping and now i do none of it <laughs> yeah i try to get out as much as i can but it's definitely not as much as i used to yeah 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 it's kind of sad so you um how did what was the steps to creating overland outfitters yeah uh well we like like uh like we said it was um like we started just in our basement it was just like we were my wife and i jenna were both working full-time jobs and and uh we just were like okay we have these rooftop tent things and they're pretty new and and i think people want to try them so we were just like let's just like rent them out and so we started doing that we bought like five of them we were just like had a little shed in the basement like backyard and we just started renting them out of there and then it got so busy that we just couldn't do it anymore and we're like either we like quit this or we go all in so we ended up going all in and uh started a store how many tents did you buy uh we bought we bought i think five he just he just said that he just said oh so it was like 20 gram (laughs) worth of tents or something at the time no i think that was yeah maybe closer to like 10 with shipping and everything okay maybe a bit less that cost they gave us a deal yeah wait so because i remember reaching out to you guys in 2017 Mm -hmm. or 2018 because we were doing on a mahalo a project where we wanted to go camping right and uh at della with ollie and Haley. yeah yeah and um at the time that was like oh we should get like tents like rooftop tents i was like Mm -hmm. oh i saw this guy i think through mountain biking and it was you, and I saw Overland, and I saw, like, the logo. I'm like, yeah. ah, I think they're, like, a pretty legit big operation. <laughs> and I reached out, and was like, yeah, because, yeah. like, we figured something out to, like, work together. I think yeah. that was probably the first time we talked. Yeah. How big were you guys then? Because I, I was like, oh, they're huge. Like, this massive store. Uh, when did you reach out? Like 2017, I think. Yeah, we would have just been still in our basement. Still in the yeah. basement. Yeah. I remember chatting to you for the first time, and you're like, yeah, this is crazy that i started this business and now we're talking to you guys yeah. and meeting all these people yeah it, it was crazy i felt like because you know i'm really into mountain biking and and i got to meet some of my heroes like thomas vanderham rented a tent from us like all these people that i feel like if i had started a bike shop i never would have met you know <laughs> but because we're like kind of just parallel to biking people were coming to us that i never thought and then yeah we got to hang out with you guys and yeah, it's just been a it's been a cool journey. Yeah, yeah. So are you filling a niche that not that many other businesses are. Well, the funny thing is, we don't even rent rooftop tents anymore. Yeah, we we it was just like too much. It was like we'd get vans 
come up and it's like they don't even have a rack and i'm just like how am i supposed to do this and and we were yeah it was just nuts and everybody wanted to return the tents at weird times and it was just too much work so we just abandoned it but uh yeah i guess we're in a pretty good niche now of just like just doing toyotas we're very specialized and we just that's all we build yeah there's lots of shops that do the same sort of thing but uh we're I'd say the only ones locally anyway that are like super tuned in on Toyota specifically. So did the tents ever get returned really gross? Um we never had too many problems, honestly. Just Jason's. Yeah. <laughs> After that project. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about dirty jobs. Yeah. Oh, I didn't rent one because I knew I'd just destroy it. <laughs> Vacuum <laughs> was not strong enough. Yeah. <laughs> Rip my pants right off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did picture you in the basement with no pants on at the computer because (laughs) you're working your full-time job and it just sucked off your pants. I'm still (laughs) a piece of garbage. (laughs) So where is the rooftop uh, tent trend at now? I mean, I still see them around. When when I got my first rooftop tent, Mm -hmm. it was insane how much intention I got. Like every person who went by my truck, they had the same questions. I felt like a broken record and it actually inspired me some kind of comedic uh ideas yeah because everybody's just asking the same yeah, yeah. thing every time and i get it it's a yeah. cool thing but uh yeah i don't get that i don't get the, those questions anymore i feel like no, people now yeah. are, they know it yeah for but there's sure. still tons on top of cars oh yeah they they like blew up there's like this crazy growth period and then suddenly it's just like everybody's selling one everybody has one nobody cares anymore and now everybody's like is this even the best option yeah <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> I can't go in a uh, underground parking anymore yeah. under a certain limit. <laughs> Can you fit in a McDonald's drive through Uh, yeah. Perfect. That's all you need. Yeah, that, yeah. that's all you need. Yeah. Well, not the one in Whistler. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, that's, that's that, an anomaly. That's mm. the most important one. <laughs> um, also mileage terrible. Yeah, yeah. You just heavy brick on your roof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel but, like no one gets a Toyota truck and goes, "This is good for fuel." <laughs> <laughs> no. no, I I feel like. Sometimes I wonder, like, why we even like Toyotas, honestly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You spend a lot of time in the shop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. This episode is brought to you by. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I feel like you guys, though, kind of started the business at a time when overlanding itself was becoming more and more popular. And people were kind of, whether how they're going super extreme like you guys and going way out there or just, like, going to provincial parks around D.C., yeah, and, and calling that overlanding, but wanting to make it their vehicle more capable. For sure, yeah. I think we we lucked out with the timing, big time. And I I think there's like, you know, a lot of people wanted to start going further and further off road, and and that's really cool. And I think there was also like this kind of switch where all these people that were like into Need for Speed Underground as kids <laughs> suddenly had to trade in their tuner car for a forerunner for their family and now it's like okay well i'm gonna build this as like an overland truck and that it just became like the next jdm kind of thing so i think there's both sides there's like the people that actually do it and there's the people that are just like driving the city wanting to look cool or feel cool you can say me it's okay (laughs) (laughs) can't wait for need for speed overland (laughs) oh yeah that would actually (laughs) have you ever played the game motor storm no bone storm motor storm it's incredible never need for speed underground too though shout out (laughs) 
Oh, transition music. Hold on. Yep, yep, yep. You guys just all looked at me like, all right, Matt, <laughs> Matt carry this along. <laughs> what? I'm just listening. I'm just you here usually have this. like a nice little transit. You're like, oh, okay, well, let's talk about I'm it. I'm just here to answer questions for the guest on their behalf. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what this is. I had a question. I had a question. Is overlanding still trending up or is it becoming this like almost, because we've talked about this, like <clears> a thing you make fun of kind of like enduro in mountain biking yeah well know? thanks for asking jason i can <laughs> yeah. answer that one <laughs> Sorry. I'm, kidding. Uh, I'm kidding i was pretty interested in what you were gonna say I, I was just gonna answer that with another question is overlanding car camping like what the hell is overlanding yeah well so i think that the parallel with enduro is like super accurate that's what i always said from the beginning and everybody's like overlanding is just car camping this is so dumb like what are all these nerds doing? And and I kind of agree, but at the same time, I'm like, it just doesn't have the same scope. You know, like when I think of overlanding, I'm thinking like camel trophy, like driving through crazy rivers and like building bridges and having to like actually figure out how to get where you're going. I think of car camping, I think of like going to the provincial park and and just camping there amongst a bunch of other people doing the same thing. So to me, it's different, but I can see where where the similarities are. So, what I like about you, Brady, I think what drew me to you is that you love you're passionate about your thing, but you also love to make fun of it as much as you love it. <laughs> so you just rip on overlanding, yeah. <laughs> and you, you questioned why you drive a Toyota, <laughs> yeah. even though yeah, I love those it. two things are your yeah. business. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, not everything's perfect. It's balance, right? It's all balance. Balance. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think uh, there's a lot of stuff to make fun of. And, you know, we've been mm. talking about this for freaking years now yeah. to make something about overlanding. We're overdue yeah. for sure. Oh, I yeah. think this year is the year. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah, we, yeah. I've said it on the pod now. Yeah. Now it needs to happen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> overland. I feel just like overland people just take themselves too serious. You know, yeah. we're, we're just trying to like build cool trucks and have a good time in the bush. It's not like it's like some sort of. Like, we're not going to the moon or anything, you know? Well, I remember you describing, uh, there's, like, so many people who make overlanding content and have created mm -hmm. careers out of it, but you, you would make fun of how um, people kind of treat it like they're in the military. They got, yeah. like, 17 radios on their dash, and, <laughs> yeah. you know, they got hand signals and stuff, and they're talking in code and, or whatever. For sure, and every, everybody in the truck is wearing these and has the mics, <laughs> so just they can talk to the person next to them. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, that's, that's that a good a, idea. What is that, a helicopter? <laughs> yeah. Trademark that. Yeah. Yeah, let's do a Overland podcast. Yeah, that would actually be really fun. Yeah. That would be funny. And then we'd go do like crazy routes and we're yeah. just yeah. flopping all over the place. That would be a good time. Yeah. What about what about like hashtag van life? Hashtag van life took the world by storm, or at least Instagram. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I got no problem with it, but it's like a totally different genre to me. It's like same book, different chapter, but uh, yeah, van life is more just like I'd say it's more like renting a motorhome than than uh, you know building an off road truck. Well, so, van life too. You theoretically you should be living in your like that's your home, right? Yeah. Whereas yeah. an overland vehicle is like your home for maybe a weekend or a multi day trip, but you yeah. you also have another home <laughs> for sure yeah do you guys yeah. think you could do it you think you can live in a van i've fantasized a lot for about sure. this for no, sure definitely not yeah it's i think i could, i think i think i could do it for maybe a month yeah oh <laughs> no before <laughs> start questioning yeah what do you think brady i i think that i could do it at least for like a year a year 
I'd say I could do a year. You need to, to go it. south, I think, in the winter. Mm. Oh, yeah. That would yeah. suck to stay. Yeah, there. it would. Yeah. Just rain. For sure. Yeah. yeah, that's, I think, a lot of overland people's, like, you know, at least in North America, their, like, dream trip is to take a year and a half off and drive to drive the whole Pan America down to South America and ship their truck and all that stuff. I think that's, like, the epitome of overlanding for a lot of people. What's, yeah. your, what's the epitome of overlanding for you? What's your dream trip? Uh, hand signals radios yeah yeah exactly as many like <laughs> things i can bolt on to my truck like honestly where i'm going doesn't even matter as long as i can like <laughs> I can't tell if you're being serious or not. <laughs> have more gear strapped to my truck <laughs> that's all i'm looking for yeah, no I, I for me i think my ideal trip would be like a few weeks of like going into the back country and not seeing anybody and like finding cool mountain bike lines and like just doing rad stuff with friends and having big bonfires and wheeling. That I don't know. Fun. Not just dirt roads, but like actually having some places to go that are hard. So. But also, I mean, you like the recovery situations where your cars or your, sorry, I always use the word car instead of truck. <laughs> that's all, that's all your truck. <laughs> don't you like getting it stuck? So then you have to retrieve it. Like, is there kind of like uh like Dave kind of accidentally vacuuming his wiener? It's like, Oh no, <laughs> I got my truck stuck. Uh Oh, better uh, get all my gear this out. Again? <laughs> oh no, better pull out my phone to document this. Yeah. Just in case. Like, <laughs> yes. Is there like, are you motivated to get it stuck on purpose? Or? No, never. I never want to get stuck on purpose, okay. but I, I think it's more of like, uh, like everybody wants to be the hero. You know, so it's like instead of you wanting to get stuck, you want somebody else to get stuck and then you save them. You, know? <laughs> you bring out your <laughs> big old win. Yeah, that's the move. Especially yeah. when you're in the Toyota and the person stuck is in the Jeep, you know, <laughs> the, the rivalry. You yeah. Say, oh, yeah. Had to pull the Jeep guy out. Yeah, what an <laughs> idiot. <laughs> yeah. It's like I, I helped an old lady get out of the snow this year um, by putting cardboard under her, her, her wheels and I felt pretty heroic. Dude, you are overlanding. Thank you. I'm yeah, sure your mom doesn't appreciate you calling her old lady. <laughs> no, she was just some random lady that lives. Uh, I share an alley with her. Was it pre or post vacuum? Uh, <laughs> yeah, COVID. Well, that's how she paid me back. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have a limits. sound for that? Do we have a vacuum, or, uh, like a Dyson or something? I don't know. Yeah, it was definitely dicey. What? what okay, so. <laughs> I uh, I met a, a Jeep enthusiast years ago, and I rode along with him, and he did the wave, like the classic Jeep yeah, wave. Yeah. You see another Jeep, yeah, you got to wave to that person. Yeah. Did Toyota nerds do this? Uh, Is that what you call yourself, Toyota nerds? Sorry, uh, I've never called myself that, but uh, I'll I'll take it. <laughs> Go ahead, you can use that one. Uh, yeah, thanks. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'd say that you have to be like a certain level of built. I think like if you're just rolling around in a stock Toyota waving everybody, other people are just gonna look like you're like you're a little weird. But uh, <laughs> if you know you got the tires and the lift and whatever, and you do the wave, like the the person will wave. Back. What is the wave? Mm. What are you doing? Oh, it's the same. I mean, you're they call this. it the Jeep wave, but you know, because usually I'm like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> do you really big thumb up? Yeah, it is. <laughs> no, you do like the Toyota logo with your hand. You're like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I, th- I have I just avoid eye contact. <laughs> I don't want anybody to see. Oh, 
When I was in uh, Vegas for a bachelor party a couple years ago, a guy walked up to me and crossed his arms and went, tribe. And I had no idea what he was talking about. And then I realized I was wearing a Cleveland Indians hat. Okay. And I was like, oh, I guess that's the like fan lingo. But I, 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 I'm not a baseball guy. So that, that could be, I'm just saying you should create like a Toyota. <laughs> It's like it's like two is, ovals with a circle yeah. around it. Yeah. yeah, it's a T, right? It's it a is. T. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is a T. Yeah, mm. and there's some other swoopy swoops. Yeah, I knew that because I'm the smartest guy in the pod. We we establish, yeah. right? Oh, I had a thought about this actually. Okay. Hit me. Uh, they were saying, "Who said you're the smartest guy in the pod?" Or yeah, our guests, right? Yeah, no, our guests. And then he backed it up. I said, no, I said the opposite. I said, I thought it you was check Matt. the tapes. Well, so, yeah. So I think like Dave Mulchard <laughs> said, you're the smartest guy in the pod. He picked yeah. it up right away. And then someone else said the same thing. You're the smartest guy in the pod. I think Peter Chow may have said you're the smartest guy in the pod. I don't know. But then you said, I don't think I'm the smartest guy in the pod. No. You said, Matt's the smartest guy in the pod. And I've been yeah. thinking about this. And because you're the smartest guy in the pod and you think that I'm the smartest guy in the pod, that makes me the smartest guy in the pod. <laughs> right? This guy's a great big phony. That's such strange logic. Yeah, but it works, right? It works. Does it? So, anyways, uh, <laughs> going back to uh, <laughs> whatever we're talking about, um, you were saying that uh, people are starting to question: Is are rooftop tents even the best way to camp? And it got me thinking about all the different ways to camp. Okay, so there's the van life, which mm-hmm. can be pretty sweet. I mean, pros and cons. Yep. Yep. You gotta take out your shit bucket. You got the toilet in the back. That kind of sucks. You're living in a tiny space. It's all right. It's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, hammock camping. Yeah. Which we've done it. together. We have done together. Yeah. In the yeah. same hammock? No. Uh, <laughs> Almost. Unfortunately, yeah. Almost. Yeah. <laughs> we actually watched uh, Sam Pilgrim. Was it? Yeah. Scott, Pil- Pil- Scott, Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim. Versus <laughs> the world. Yeah. Together oh, on nice. a tiny phone. In Cumberland. Yeah. 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 Uh, were you like an Oreo? Like just... Yeah, yeah. I, I I was the upper, he was the lower. Nice. Uh but hammock camping actually rivals rooftop tenting for me. Yeah. It's actually pretty sweet. Yeah. If there's no bugs and there's no rain. You get a bug net. Yeah. And then you get a tarp. Yeah, and then you're in a tent suddenly. No. <laughs> no, you're floating, man. Are you floating yeah. on a rooftop tent? <laughs> no. There's a hard there's like a, a nice soft mattress. Yeah. You got you know, there's a truck underneath you. Come on. Yeah. 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 No, I, I, I am into the hammock camping for sure. Okay. So yeah. hammock camping and rooftop tent, it's kind of like they're on par maybe for me at the moment, just mm-hmm. because I'm not really, I'm kind of over my rooftop tent. got really moldy. I need to get rid of it. If you want to buy my rooftop tent, please let me know. <laughs> you, just, uh, you can just return it to them. Yeah. Oh yeah. Do you do returns? What's the. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's just a hundred percent restocking fee. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Think about that one. Uh, tents on the ground. Not a vibe. Really? Okay. All right. What do you think? I I'm into it. Honestly, yeah, I'm fine on the ground. I think the last time we did a trip together, I was on the ground. You were the least prepared person on the trip. That is true, and that (laughs) is you brought no food. You usually are. You didn't know how to set up your tent. (laughs) I didn't know how to set up my tent. In fact, I got it set up before anybody's roof. Did you have a sleeping bag, or did you borrow? Yeah, yeah. No, I had a sleeping bag, but I had no pillow. Yeah, and we I ended up buying one on the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was great. Yeah, and you know, whatever. You're you're at the mercy of wildlife when you're on the ground. And in the hammock too. You're a Yeah, burrito. the hammock yeah. you're I'd say but even I, more so. What? In the hammock. 
Even more so. Why? Because yeah. you look like a burrito? Because you like you can't get out and then yeah. you flip over and yeah. then they're they're already on top. Of and you're just exposed. Yeah. The tent you're like encased. <laughs> yeah. I got these hard walls around me. There's no way a bear and its claws are getting through. <laughs> Is, are the trees the walls? <laughs> it's one of the same to me. A bear will get a sweater. No, but they can't see you. <sighs> oh, I see what you're trying to say. Yeah. I mean, but they can smell. They it. can smell. They yeah, know. Yeah. You, they know you're in there. They smell it's, your fun. It's still a barrier. It's still a barrier. A, bar- a barrier. <laughs> yeah. Um, what other type of camping is there really after that? Uh, bike packing, bivy sack. Which? Yeah. Oh, oh bivy sack. Excuse yeah. me. Bivy That's sack. like the ultimate man camp. What's a bivy? Man or woman camping? You're like. Oh, good. Good thing you got a woman in yeah, there. Woman, women, <laughs> every every person, human can camp. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! You got to include all the. Yeah. Uh, it's just like a tent with just the roof. It's like a sleeping yeah. bag with a bit walls. more of a, an established roof, basically. So it's just like yeah. a fucking what? It's like a, it's it's a like sarcophagus. Yeah. Like a, sarcophagus. sarcophagus. Yeah, yeah. It's like nothing. Like it's a sleeping bag with a bit more of an established roof. Yeah. It's like a sarcophagus. Okay, <laughs> don't you know? You should like, start using that word on your uh, website, like rooftop tents. It's like a sarcophagus on top of your truck. I don't think you know what a sarcophagus <laughs> is. Like a coffin. The, the, no, it's the like barrel. the throat. Like <laughs> when you swallow, no, I think it you guys. <laughs> the ancient Egyptians is were it, using bivy sex. It long is before a sarcophagus, us. like a like a like a stone. Look up sarcophagus. All right. Like, think- no, no, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bring no, it up. No, we got a guy. Okay, guys, oh, God. This is a big moment perfect in transition. feeding off each other history. We got a guy. We have the ability to pull it up. Oh, my God. We should have been doing this up. the whole time. Oh, yeah. look at this. Look yeah. at this human-shaped. Hold on. Who's talking right now? Is this another human? <laughs> in there? Well, you're not on mic. You can't talk. Yeah. Hey, quit talking, you over there. Just pull up a picture of it. Pull yeah, up a yeah, picture. Yeah, yeah. Do your job. So just, ask you to talk. He just pulls up the full at, page see? of Google. Look at this. Okay, but you just said there was just a t- uh, just a sort of a top. No, this he is, said it's a sleeping bag I with a bit sleep- of a root. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's exactly what it is. Honestly, when All I right. see that, uh, I think camping in the Chilcotins in a bivy sack. Yeah. I think. You sleep with your arms crossed holding two <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> religious instruments. <laughs> you get buried with all your personal things. Yeah, and your favorite cat. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Well. So yeah, I I'd say I actually have a friend who's like an ultra light hiker, and I'd say he does the most hardcore camping that I can think of because he he has a jacket that doubles as a, as his tent essentially. <laughs> no and way. Yeah, it's, it's like Batman it's nuts. That like, it's designed for that. Yeah, it's designed for that, and wow. then his backpack is like this big, and he did. I think it's called the Great Divide Trail or something Ooh, like that. Yes, bucket it's list. Huge. Yeah. yeah, and he did it solo, and oh. and he would just like on the way you're hiking through like mountain ranges where there's nothing and then you like drop down into a town and you have food shipped there load up his stuff and then carry on to the next town and it's like a few hundred kilometers at a time how long did it take him uh, i i think he did it he did the first half like 600 kilometers or something like that in like a week what or like a, a week and a half or two weeks or honestly Pull i don't up know the route I'm, to the great I'm divide kind of just making it up i think that I don't know how long it took him, honestly. <laughs> well, on Pink Bike, those guys just did it, right? Yeah, it was and three months. Huh? What? Three months no. Bike no, it was one month. Three months? Three months, yeah, wasn't it? I thought it was one no. month. I thought it was one month, and then someone in the comments was like, I did it solo, it took me 14 days, way more efficient. Mm. Right, yeah. It was three months. 
Yeah. Because didn't you tell me, hey, watch this video. It's 30 days in like a matter of three minutes. Let me see. Yeah, I'll pull it there it is. All right. So you're going through, uh, what is that? Alberta. You start from in BC and go through Alberta? No, that's into the States, isn't it? Yeah. No, that's correct. That's yeah. Like top of Alberta-ish to like Mexico, basically. Making your way down Idaho, Downtown. Minnesota, Wyoming, yeah. Colorado, <clears throat> New Mexico, and then... Holy smokes, that's a long pedal. Yeah. Jesus. Well, that seems like a death march. Yeah. That's on your bucket list, Jason? Mm-hmm. What do you want to see? Everything. <laughs> it's like that and like the West Coast Trail would be really cool mm. to do. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. What anyway, is the overland. greatest adventure that you've uh, been on, I guess? I, I assume it would be truck related. Truck uh, power. Yeah. I don't know if I have like a greatest adventure or something, but uh, driving to Baja was a lot of fun mm. with Ollie and Haley. That was recently. Uh, that was a few years ago. Yeah. Okay. Um, that was that was a good time. First time like going into the desert and just being like, "Well, we can just drive anywhere." It was crazy, but uh, that was really cool. Um, honestly, just like every trip going into the bush is good. I don't know. I don't have like a like a top tier one. Honestly, you can go to Haida Gwaii and it's sick. Like, that's another one of my favorite spots to go. It's just so far to get there. You got to really commit. So that is the problem. I can't go there all the time. But it is rad. Like, just driving on the beaches. And, like, there's, a, there's one beach you drive on, and you come in on one, in one town, drive across a few rivers and stuff, and drive all the way up to the north end of the island and then over, and then you come into another town. And it's, I think if you were, like, just pinned the whole time, you could probably do it in, like, an hour and a half. Um, but usually you take like six hours or so and you stop in the middle and then the tide comes up and then it goes down and then you go again, but you don't see anybody. You're on the beach by yourself. Is this kosher to be driving on the beach? Oh yeah. It's totally. I, I yeah. saw some like negative comments on pink uh, bike. Would yeah. you believe it? Yeah. You ever seen a negative comment on pink bike? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think there was actually, I think the video that we did of our trip to Haida Gwaii was on pink bike and people were saying the you same got thing. But honestly, like, it's an established route. There's, like, what are you doing? You're just leaving tire marks on the road. And usually the people that are complaining about this stuff are the people that live in a city. And I'm just like, mm. do you not realize that this city used to be a forest? Like, it's just a giant slab of pavement now. And it used to be a forest. And us driving on the beach and leaving some tire marks is a problem. And and also, like, and then they're like, oh, the oil and the water and stuff. I'm like, yeah, all the same oil that would come off on the beach is coming off in droves in a city and just washing into the water anyways. It's all the same. Like, I don't get why people freak out about it, but. I don't think you'll win that argument. <laughs> <laughs> what about the crabs? Yeah, you can just walk into the water and pick up a crab. No, but I mean. <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> yeah, that's I how I grew up. <laughs> I just grew up picking up crabs and we'd stick them in a pot right on the beach and eat them right there. That sounds fun. That yeah. does sound nice. It sounds like a lovely place. We should go. Is there mountain biking there? Uh, not unless you build the trail. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I think there's maybe a couple trails. There's probably still jumps there in town from when I was, you know, 12 years old. So. You were biking there? Oh, yeah. Oh. But like just whatever we built as kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's the best way to start mountain biking. Yeah, yeah, as a kid. So can you describe your business a little bit for uh, maybe those who don't quite understand what is exactly that you guys do at Overland Outfitters? Yeah, we, we uh, I don't know, what do we do? I'm, I don't no know, idea. you're a customer, maybe oh. you have a better idea. 
Well, uh, you can't rent a rooftop tent. You could buy a rooftop tent. You could buy nearly anything you want to put onto your Toyota. I'm sure yeah. some of that stuff will go on other cars too. For sure, yeah. I mean, you can yeah. weld stuff on cars. Yeah. Uh, what else you guys do? You guys will, uh, man. I mean, yeah. you guys do a lot. Yeah. You guys will. I mean, you've done anything. I pretty much ask you to do. You <laughs> fix my brakes. You. Yeah. Uh, gave me a viper cut. Oh yeah, my, the pit viper cut. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> the pit viper cut. Worst haircut ever. <laughs> <laughs> new wheels, new tires. Yeah. yeah, suspension. Yeah, you guys do it all. You basically just said it. Yeah, what we do, just on Toyota. But you guys well, also have a storefront. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, the storefront is like kind of just our customer facing area. There's store stuff. We have an online store as well. So if you, like we ship across Canada, actually. This is like kind of a bit of a secret right now, but we just incorporated in the States. Congratulations. Thank you. So we're a multinational company now. Which a is multinational? Nice. Two nations. Yeah. Is that right? I need that. Is it more expensive to incorporate in the US? Uh, I don't think so. No. I think it's just as easy, if not easier. But uh, yeah, so that's exciting. So we're going to do a lot more online stuff in the States. And okay. then, um, yeah, we just basically sell truck parts. Have you ever considered um, marketing with uh, local podcasts and like you know, s- you know, sponsoring? Yeah, do you yeah. Have, like, a lot of disposable yeah. cash. Or- <laughs> yeah, I mean, in this industry, you definitely get loaded quick. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe you should hit me up later <laughs> for your perfect for your Honda. You know, <laughs> excellent. <laughs> yeah, this is like this industry. You, if you want to get rich, like this is not the industry to be. Is in. Is it one of those like if you want a million dollars, start with two? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, I mean uh, that. Oh, uh, uh, it kind of segues into a good line of questioning into what sort of you know if someone wants to do something like this or has ambitions or dreams, like what sort of pitfalls did you experience being a new business owner with your wife Jenna? As in, like, starting a business? Yeah, like, what what hurdles did you have to overcome that you're like, what? I just want to work on trucks. Yeah, I mean, starting a business, everybody said it was going to be hard. And then we did our first year, and it was just me and Jenna. And we were like, dude, this is easy. Business is easy. What is everybody talking about? Like, we were telling all our friends, dude, you just start a business. You just start a business. You like <laughs> pants? You can sew pants? Start a pants business. Like, My pants. Yeah, it's and just vacuums. like, yeah. <laughs> um but uh then you get past that first year of kind of like everything's exciting and fresh and and like you're just growing like the only trajectory is up basically and suddenly you hit this point where it's like whoa okay like we're this is hard now and then and then you know we did it i think we did our first year and then we did our second year uh where we had two employees we hired our first employee and then our second and then we started the shop and stuff in our second year. And then uh, and then COVID hit. And then it was just like one of the most insane things I've ever experienced in two years of, of just stress and chaos. But uh, people probably yeah. were crazy buying stuff for the trucks, though. Dude, it was nuts. Yeah, that, that was the thing is like I, it's unprecedented. I can't like this experience won't apply to anybody else because it was just such a unique time. But it was like every nobody could travel you couldn't go to the states you couldn't fly away so everybody's like okay well i'm just gonna like build my truck and go into the bush and i'm like that's awesome and so people were just buying stuff like crazy but the supply chain was totally messed up and so people were like fired up to get their stuff and whatever and the lead times were like six to 12 months and so it's like 
and and we were a brand new business. We didn't have enough people to be doing as much volume as we were getting. And it was just like, it was honestly the most stressful, worst time of my life. Those two years was like, I have PTSD from it, like legitimately. Started going counselor. Like crazy. It was so gnarly. But uh, yeah, I think you just have to keep fighting for for the vision i think as long as you have the vision very clearly in your mind and you have like you know you you just keep goals right I, like we have a big calendar that we just put in our our kind of office that we just put our goals on and we're like okay hey, we're gonna hit this goal by this time this goal by this time this goal and then we just work through those goals and every time we hit one it's like okay we're like in a better place now and then we there was a time there for sure where it was just like i'm just gonna give up i don't want to do this anymore and i think there was a few of those times th- yeah well i mean one one very long period of time <laughs> <laughs> about a year or so. yeah, yeah. but uh yeah uh we just we we made a deadline where we were like okay if we're not happy by this point then we're giving up and uh and we got to that point and we honestly never even thought about it until like i think just like the other day jen and i were talking about it and we're like Oh yeah, so I guess are we happy? And it, you know, it was just like <laughs> things were better. Like, yeah, it's but it's a ton of work. I think it's like I've heard before. Like, start your own business, work half days, pick any twelve hours you like. Like, it's it's just like you're constantly working. And I don't think many people like you guys would understand. You know, you have your own business too, and and you know how much work it takes to to make it happen. But uh, I don't think like people totally understand that that haven't gone through so you you feel kind of lonely you know you you feel like nobody gets what i'm going through and so it's it's tough but then you make friends like you guys and you can talk about that kind of stuff and and then you find out you actually have like a lot more in common yeah exactly related yeah and even though we're in such different businesses it's like yeah a lot of parallels for sure crossover for sure yeah so i think finding that that group of people that you can kind of talk to and and lean on them a little bit and they can lean on you and you can support each other. I think that's really important. Yeah. But what, what, what do you think about those who say don't marry your work? Cause I've been thinking about that. I've been spending mm-hmm. like the last like three weeks in here. Yeah. <laughs> thinking what am <laughs> yeah. I doing? I'm the only one in here. Um, it's like all day. I'm like, yeah. I'm marrying my work. Yeah. But, and but the, the whole time you're just like, it's going to be worth it. It's going to be worth it. Right. It's yeah. going to be worth it. Like, <laughs> people are going to notice I'm doing this thing. Right. And, but then I don't know. The truth is that I like it is the most fun thing for me to do in that moment. Like I wouldn't mm-hmm. do any. I wouldn't rather do anything else in that moment. Yeah, I mean, I think there's all sorts of different people. Like my dad is a crazy. Every everybody would call him a workaholic. Like he just like works all the time. If he's not working on his house or working on his business, somebody has like a car problem and he's fixing their car and like changing their engine in his driveway. And then he, you know he's just like constantly working. And then he started a snow plowing business. And so then in the night he's snow plowing. It's like dude you need to take a break and he's just like other people have hobbies my hobby is just working and i think that that's okay you just gotta like balance the balance (laughs) it all comes back to that yeah yeah i think as long as you like have the energy i think if you and you enjoy it i think that's fine especially Uh, if they're project based right sounds Mm -hmm. like your dad's like it's not one thing right he's shifting and moving and yeah like i think that helps sustain you is that you're doing different different things, things yeah like if you're sure. building this place it's exciting because it's yeah new and fresh and yeah i feel like you definitely go through moments of like you just get fired up on a project for sure it's like oh we got this new studio let's like just hammer time 
and you, you just go for it and build it and you're just fired up. I think that's rad. And then in a year from now, you're like, oh, I hate this. I don't want to go in there anymore. Like, Ugh. yeah, <laughs> soon comes. Soon yeah. Comes. <laughs> but but what I always do is like when I walk into the store, a lot of time I'm just like, dude, I can't believe that we did this. Like you just have to kind of appreciate the effort you put in a little bit, you know, not, not like in like a cocky way, like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm great. But uh, just like, yeah, we put in a lot of effort and, and look what we have now. It's pretty cool. How many people are on your team now? Uh, we have 11, including myself and Jenna. So 11 employees. And what's the vision for the uh, American Incorporation? Are you going to have storefronts too? Uh, if we can, not, if not, not in the immediate future. Okay. Not even in the midterm future. Yeah. Maybe not even in the future. Yeah. Maybe just in the past. Yeah, it's all online now anyway. <laughs> but yeah, the the goal is just to to be online at least for now. So yeah, so you're, you're located in Cloverdale, mm-hmm. uh, a small town. I guess a lot. Of, is it a village? <laughs> it's too small. It has to be called a village, right? What's your relationship with the with the city and the um, the country? I guess because you know, I mean, it was we had to convince you to come out here a little bit because you. It's out in the city. You guys yeah, I definitely. You, know, you, drive, you have the truck that the police have their eyes on. Yeah, definitely. The, That's the wheel poke. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I try to avoid the city as much as possible. Just freaks me out. I'm just like, don't really want to. There's nothing for me here. You there's, know? There's mountain biking. There's in the us. city? No, it, I mean, you got to go through the city to get to the mountain biking. Yeah, but like, just, you know. As quickly as possible as through the highway. As quickly as possible, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I felt like during COVID, a lot of people were like, oh, this is so hard on me. I'm stuck in my house and like, this is terrible. And for me, my life didn't even change, really. I just couldn't leave the country. But like for me, I would be at work and then I'd be in the shop working on my own stuff. Then I'd be at home and then I'd go camping or biking. It was like totally exactly the same as it always was. So for me, not so bad other than all the stress. But uh <laughs> Say. You're, yeah. you're the guy in like the zombie movie where you're like oh shit there's zombies like, you yeah. didn't, didn't realize for like a month <laughs> yes. i always figured like if there was ever some sort of zombie apocalypse kind of thing we would be super yeah. rich because we have all the stuff people need i don't think know? money really applies at that point <laughs> no well that's what i mean is like because we would be rich in like the things people right. need right You'd so have... we could trade and like yeah 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 we would we would be set you You'd thought like, about this yeah i have <laughs> trading truck parts <laughs> yeah. for like bats with nails in them and yeah stuff. <laughs> yeah all the camping survival gear that yeah. we have and yeah yeah, I've thought about this too. Like, what, what you guys need a a video? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> you guys are documenting the zombie apocalypse. Yeah, I mean, there's always something to document, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just looking for the after the zombie apocalypse is over and people want to relive it. Yeah, yeah you want that footage? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That yeah. Footage? yeah, that's the angle. Yeah. yeah. Here's your mom getting turned into a zombie. Yeah. I have the. F- yeah. But we'd have to go analog because there might not be electricity. So we'll have to go to film we, and then. We'd just, do a crank. Yeah. We can't back that up. We're going to back that up. I guess it's just uh, <laughs> rolls of film on the. Well, let's talk about this. We need like a yeah, another business going down. plan. Okay, yeah, you guys okay. shouldn't let all your secrets out right now. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, yeah. hold up. <laughs> I, I watched that um, uh, new Pamela Anderson documentary. And when she grew up young, her mother discouraged her from ever going to the mainland. Because it was scary. And she said, there was like a line in the movie where her mom said, you can't go to the mainland. Someone just got shot in Texas. 
<laughs> it's just kind of it made me realize like how scary the mainland is to uh, people who live on the island or off the coast yeah like, did you have that at all never like a fear but definitely like a a lack of respect <laughs> even yeah, now you continues. can go there yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. you can go there now and if you if somebody's like oh where are you from you're like oh i'm from vancouver oh you're from mm. the city <laughs> yeah okay and then <laughs> kind of very tourist friendly yeah <laughs> but uh yeah it was always funny growing up because going on a trip like we would call it off island oh we're going off island and then the first time i said that to somebody not from the island they're like what are you talking about <laughs> Yeah, sometimes I wonder when I'm driving around on Vancouver Island if there's something that I'm just doing or the way that I look or the way that my truck looks that immediately people can identify. He's from the mainland. (laughs) Like the way I drive or something. I don't know. (laughs) The way you drive. I don't know. Like that. Maybe I'm not self aware and I just. I uh, I feel like Vancouver Island. Yeah, Vancouver Island, I think you're fine. Vancouver Island's just an extension of the city. Right. Some yeah. places. It's the big yeah. smoke, yeah. Yeah. If you're a Haida Gwaiian. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, if you go to the Haida Gwaii, it's like everybody be like, Oh, I've never seen that truck before. They'll instantly know that you're not from there. Yeah, yeah. there's the same like twenty trucks that have just been circulating there for the last fifty yeah. years. It's yeah. like going to Cuba, you know how all the vehicles are from like the fifties because yeah. the trade embargo. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's why if you see like footage of like Havana, like all the like the cabs and stuff are like really old. It's fun. Uh, so you are uh, up here. <laughs> I thought it was cool. He said it was cool. <laughs> no, I was just like, I'm like, oh, there's a lull. <laughs> hey, being the facts. last person to I say got... something, and everybody's just like, uh. cool, 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 cool. cool. <laughs> oh, roasted. Smartest guy in the pod. Right here. <laughs> um, yeah, you're up to your neck in work. You were overwhelmed with the amount you had going on and then you decided to start a youtube channel yeah now you have a lofty goal of uh a bazillion subscribers in a year yeah. Yeah, brazilian well, bazillion, oh, one bazillion. Yeah. Bra- yeah. not brazilian one, one brazilian, brazilian one brazilian would be great yeah. yeah it's a lofty goal you know <laughs> yeah. somebody from brazil yeah, subscribe. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my goal will be complete i can just shut the channel down at that point <laughs> just yeah. Yeah. one brazilian oh, ronaldinho yeah. follows me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was, uh, I think out of, like, you know, just a, a want to, like, you know, try and make you guys proud. Oh, it was um, for about us. Yeah, okay. so I just was like, you know, if I buy a camera, maybe they'll like me a little bit more, and then... Yeah, that yeah, didn't come yeah, true, so no. then... Yeah. So then you <laughs> thought I better... Yeah, and then that didn't work, and you thought, well, maybe I should upload to a platform such as YouTube, and if anything, we got threatened, and it started this rivalry. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes, we're you're only coming to light. We want to steal your secrets. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) I guess this might be a pre-YouTube thing, but uh, we wanted to bring up the trail boss. Who trail boss? Yeah, pull it up. (laughs) Is this pre-YouTube? This is pre-YouTube. It's like pre-Instagram Reels. We're going to watch it on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, so we already had this character called the trail boss. It was a sensation. Was now, it? Yeah. It was a sensation. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, in all Brazil? of Brazil. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> One guy went crazy for it. Rio de Janeiro was buzzing. And if you're listening, please consider subscribing to that one person. Um, <laughs> we're still learning how to pull that up. 
Uh, he's trying to count us down, but he doesn't. He knows he can't talk. People are always oh. asking me, "Hey, trail boss, what do you run your air pressures at? Do you run them low in the snow? Do you run them low in the mall?" Here's your answer right here. This is great podcasting for those See, listening in the car, listening to us. Silence. This is stuff yeah. you can do when you own a truck shop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So oh God, you're crazy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's the best. You should know by now, Trail Boss never airs up. <laughs> <laughs> you're a menace to society. <laughs> you have a perfect that? Yes. Okay, what is it with those glasses? Like, yeah. everybody loves those glasses. Where did you find those? Actually, Ollie found them. Oh, so Ollie Jones, friend yeah, of the pod. from the dollar store. They're like just like a uh, baby sunglasses, I guess. And uh, actually, so what happened is there's like these stickers off of like a cheap, like like a cheap, like shady store kind of wheel, like like truck wheel. It had these Trail Boss logos on them, and the customer that brought us these wheels was like, "These are stupid. I don't want them." So. We just stuck them everywhere, and suddenly it became like the trail boss. And then we had this idea and just went for it. But uh, yeah, kind of a you got more trail boss there. Yeah. A man who will not be named. Oh, this is man or woman or human. This is the original trail boss. I, it reminds me of like yeah. it's like a Larry Enticer, but for, for mm. trucks. Yeah. yeah, are you gonna bring this guy back? When is he? He's never he, left. He's never left. <laughs> well, well, I, haven't, I haven't seen him for a while. Yeah, I haven't seen him for a while. <laughs> I want to see him come back. Okay, I want to see him come back. I want to see him uh, do something big. Yeah, I agree. I, agree. I think he's got to get some yeah. airtime or something. Yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, you don't need to count us down. Just Why play it. You know, when, once it starts playing, we know that it's playing. Do I have to cut? Do I have to put a big lift on? Well, I'm going to show you right now. Let's get rid of these loser wheels. Aggressive. aggressive. This, this truck no longer exists, does it? Uh, no. It no longer exists. <laughs> There's the trail boss sticker there. Yeah. <laughs> then you just send it. <laughs> oh, man, that reminds me. Of <laughs> oh yeah. Just turning that corner back, you know, ripped your fingers <laughs> off, like almost completely. <laughs> that pose. That was a good pose. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, those are the trail boss stickers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wait, so did these actually go somewhat viral? That one, I I would be driving around town and people would be like, yo, trail boss. <laughs> they would be like literally screaming at me and I'd be like just randomly in the city or I'd be like all over the place and people were yelling at me, yo, trail boss. And people would be like reposting, like they would see me driving around town and they would like post on Instagram, saw trail boss and like tag us in their story. I was like, what the heck is going on here? Is this mostly in Cloverdale or where? Everywhere, Everywhere, all over okay. the little, even like down the back roads and That's like crazy. just in the city. I was just down the road here actually, and somebody was started talking to me about it. And I was just like, "No, this way. is nuts." Yeah. Like, hold on, let me put on my glasses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, today or no, no, no. no. Oh, okay. Like, like when I was more, you know, doing them. Oh yeah, yeah. But uh, why, why, why trail boss? Why'd you do this? Just like we were talking about before, like. Overlanding was just too serious. Yeah. And it was just like, everybody's like, oh, how do I fit a bigger tire on my truck and blah, blah, blah. I'm just like, just go for it. Like, do we need to like discuss this anymore? It's been 
done to death and like yeah i don't know it's just like yeah just the character what's the most frequently asked question that you get uh i think it used to be like what size tire can i fit with a three inch lift or with no lift or whatever and uh i think that i've just like I've been working really hard to like answer that question in all the ways possible that people stop asking it. So I, I, we don't actually get that as much anymore or maybe like just because we have salespeople, I don't hear the questions as often, but uh, yeah, that's definitely the, the biggest one for sure. Well, I mean, how do you like, cause you go on these truck forums, like Toyota truck forums. Yeah. That's the exact same. It's the same yeah. question over and over. Yeah. Is it ever going to end? You sometimes wonder, like, like obviously everybody has asked the same question, but they're looking for a different answer, obviously. Like, there's the only reason I can think of, unless they're completely dim-witted. So, I, yeah, I don't really know. I think, uh, just to answer the question, for those of you who don't know, <laughs> you can put whatever size tire you want, you just have to cut more. Lift doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, so as much as you want to cut, that's what you, that's what'll fit. <laughs> There you go, folks. <laughs> you heard it from the trail boss. <laughs> yeah. When's the next trail boss video coming out? Uh, we've had a few ideas, um, but I, I did actually start a trail boss Instagram, but it's more, I'm kind of just using it as like a bit of a personal one, um, but uh, documenting the truck build I'm doing on there. But uh, yeah, other than that, I think we have a few ideas. We always have ideas and then we never do them. Same. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of the way it goes. The best thing to do with ideas. <laughs> yeah, it's just like just think of them, them as ideas. Yeah. Let them go. The yeah. yeah. But uh yeah. So when you're working in a shop, a lot can go wrong. What's your relationship with Murphy's Law? If it can go wrong, it will go wrong. Yeah. Uh yeah. I'd say fact. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we I've, I've, yeah. I I I asked this because I feel like uh most times I chat with you, which is, you know, we chat like once a month, twice yeah. a month, something like that. Mm-hmm. It seems like in the last couple of years, you've had something go terribly wrong every yeah. time. Not to say yeah. that you guys don't do amazing work and, you know, but yeah, it's, I, here's the thing is like every shop owner, every business owner, maybe even like wants to try and minimize that and be like, oh yeah, we'd never make mistakes and nothing ever goes wrong and everything's perfect all the time. And like, that's how you market yourself. But it's just not reality. And I think like if people don't realize that that's not reality, they're delusional. You know, like it doesn't even matter if you're building trucks, you could be anything like even you guys making, you know, having a set or whatever and nothing works out and nobody's timed right or, you know, whatever. Don't relate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We're yeah. perfect. Yeah. You guys are perfect. <laughs> yeah. It makes sense. But maybe it is just me. Maybe. It's, yeah. I don't know. But uh, yeah, we've had tons of things go wrong. We've, I mean, yeah, yeah, there's a little, maybe it is just you. you, you bad luck be. does seem to follow you sometimes. Let's talk about that trip to the Vancouver <laughs> Island we took one time. Yeah. Remember, what, do you remember the chain, chain of events? Our trip? Yeah. What? Uh, no, maybe I blocked it out of my memory. <laughs> okay, well, there's, <laughs> there's two things that I can remember off the top of my head. Uh, you broke the, you said, oh, I don't want to ride your your e-bike that's might true. wreck it yeah, and i said I do don't worry that. about it dude it's fine and, <laughs> and then, then you i hit one trail yeah. you blew up the wheel yeah. <laughs> that sucked yeah. and then and then we went to the steve smith bike park and we rode hardtails yeah and then did you crash 
Did I crash? Or was that someone else? Maybe that was Andrew. Someone else. I mean, it's very likely. It's very that likely. I crashed. Yeah. Oh, is this? And, and you drank a bee? Yes. Oh, oh that's what it was. Spoiler that's alert. what it was. And then that's what? True. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So basically, <laughs> I, I may have missed a couple things, but so much stuff had been going wrong for you, and like I knew business was tough, and you know, but we were just out there chilling, right? yeah, just having yeah. a good time, watching movies, yeah, in the hammock, yeah, and. um yeah, I just thought at a certain point, like, God damn, this guy can't catch a break. Like, let's just go ride some bikes. And then you have a San Pellegrino. You take a sip. Boom. There's a bee in it. It stings your lip. And it is dude. like. Uh, extra fizzy. Yeah, dude. Uh, that's exactly what I thought. I was like, man, this is an extra spicy one. <laughs> it's just like, dang, it was the wasp. And it got, got you me. good. Oh, yeah. And then, my lip was like. It just broke you, and you were like, "All right, well, I'm just gonna go home." And I drop you off at the ferry alone. <laughs> so sad. And then I bought like a, a big iced tea. I was just sticking my lip and my tongue in it the whole ferry ride home. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. No, that uh, that was a memory for well, sure. Don't they say like bad things happen in threes? No, in bees. In yeah. bees. Yeah. Uh, uh, so that was that was three bad things you. Yeah, yeah whatever yeah. anyways it was all uphill from there yeah yeah as soon as i got home yeah maybe it's just you <laughs> <laughs> yeah Wait. maybe it is maybe i am the common all uphill as in good or is it yeah. downhill oh all, oh uh oh, which geez, is good i don't know all <laughs> flat line from there yeah as a mountain either. biker i was always like the uphill is the worst part yeah <laughs> yeah that's true all uphill from here yeah, that's like that's the worst it sounds like an effort yeah, yeah exactly you gotta go up the hill yeah I want to go down. Yeah, exactly. Flat. It's all is this good? Mellow. This progress. All mellow. It's all just like nice little dips that you, you yeah. know. Okay. So from then good. on, it was all nice little dips up and down from there. <laughs> I think we'll get t-shirts made. Yeah. Yeah. Little dips. <laughs> what? Little dips. Little dips. <laughs> little, little dips. It's my rap name. <laughs> uh, can you talk about the, uh, the, the, the little fire that you had, truck? That is one that I never wanted to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should ask about the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I mean, shit happens, right? And <laughs> that's kind of all there is to that. Yeah. Um, yeah, we had a little fire. Actually, we've had two little fires in our shop. And uh, one was like a customer brought in a vehicle. And I told him when he brought it in, I was like, dude, your truck is going to light on fire. And, and he was like, well, can you fix it? And so I brought it to my shop and sure enough, as soon as I went to fix it, it lit on fire in my shop. And I just like grabbed the cables and ripped them out by hand, like burnt my whole hand. Like it was gnarly. I was just like, yeah, it was, it was insane. And then this is uh, why you don't bring a Honda into the Toyota <laughs> shop. Dave, okay. Was it, it was an electrical fire, electrical fire. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. It was in a Jeep actually. And, and they had just left the battery under the seat. And they, so there's like this dual battery setup you can do. And basically, instead of doing it right, he just left the the second battery in the back seat, not strapped down, just laying there, and then used jumper cables to attach the batteries together, Whoa. which are not rated for any sort of anything like that. And as soon as, and I, I told him, I was like, dude, this is going to short. And then when I went to open the engine bay, like that main battery was also loose and there's all this stuff and it ended up shorting and it lit the, like there's, where those cables were, all the coating on them was just completely gone. It was just bare copper the whole way. And I had to just literally rip it with my hands to stop the fire before it burned his old truck to the ground. Jesus. Yeah, it was oh 
it was nuts and and uh yeah i literally just i was by myself at the time and i just went into the parking lot while the shop was like literally a wall of smoke and just like sat in the parking lot just like almost in tears like holy shit i almost like burned this guy's truck to the ground but like it wasn't even my fault but you know you just take ownership it's in your shop it's your problem so yeah that's what's your fire extinguisher situation in there up to code cool <laughs> yeah. yeah i just bought one i just bought the biggest one i could find yeah is that is that, is that proper <laughs> protocol i think you're supposed to have them within a certain amount of distance and they're supposed to be at a near entrances and exits or something well i got one right here because i knew you were coming so <laughs> that was the biggest one you could find no this is the one that came with the, <laughs> the big one yeah. the big one that the one like one. goes on a keychain. yeah <laughs> well sorry for making you relive the fire yeah what i i mean that wasn't even the one that i was wondering about yeah we won't make you relive the other one yeah yeah well you know but we do have a b for you to drink (laughs) (laughs) i prefer that honestly jeez yeah bees so uh i feel like we haven't even talked about like trucks like have we talked about trucks we talked about like what do you mean all we've talked about is trucks. have we we talked about like you know like people who have a stock truck right now and they're like, well, I want to do something cool. What should I do? What's like, the, what's the cool first thing? Uh, first thing is just to go and drive it. In my opinion, I don't know. It's not good advice as a business owner, but it's like good advice just in general is like, go and use it and figure out where you want to go and what you want to do. And then, you know, as you figure that out, you're like, Oh, my truck is limited here. Oh, I can upgrade that. Well, maybe the tires or maybe, uh, you know, I'm driving and, and all my fillings came out. I'll upgrade the suspension or I want to go here and I can't because, you know, it's too difficult. So I'll put a locker in, you know, whatever. It's just like, go and do it. And the things that for you are important will present themselves. So I'd say, yeah, just go and do it for me. My personal rule used to be, it's not really anymore because I've just taken things way too far. But um, the rule is always like, if if you find yourself limited three times because you didn't have something, then you should have that thing. Um, but it's yeah, a good life rule. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. Like not even just vehicles. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's my advice for everybody. But um, also, just come buy everything from our store. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nice. This is not conducive to business. I guess <laughs> yeah. this question. Yeah. Okay. Well. Uh, leaning into the that uh, like what are some common things that you see people buying as like the first thing or one of the first things that they just don't need yeah i'd say like winches is a big one Mm. where people like will buy the front bumper and the winch because they want the look yeah but the reality is like they don't know how to use it and they will probably never use it but uh you know it's there do you cancel my winch order (laughs) <laughs> I'll, I'll take it which one yeah. <laughs> the straight face is good thank you <laughs> yeah the uh yeah i'd say winches and and just like i don't know there's so much stuff to make fun of everything that you can make fun of is probably unnecessary so yeah what's with those guys who put like badges on their roofs like they got the kind of fabric uh, ceiling in their truck, and they just fill it with badges. Do you do that? I don't do that. Um, usually, I, I mean, I get into a lot of customers' vehicles, and I'm a bit taller, you know, and Toyotas are a little bit short, and I, I often get badges stuck on my head. <laughs> <No> <laughs> I'm like, try, okay, this one here, right? But uh, 
I don't know. I don't know what's up with it. I think it's a cool thing. Yeah, I think it's just... Do they pick them up from national parks or... Like a cloth badge? Sorry. They're like... I don't know what this is. You know, like just like a badge that you stick like in your backpack. Oh, a like patch. a Boy Scout. A patch. A yeah. Boy Scout patch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So okay, okay, okay. Usually they're Velcro or whatever, and you can stick them. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, okay. have you seen that? Like no, the ceiling just covered with uh, with badges. Yeah, that's cool. Or, I that's keep calling cool. them badges. Yeah, patches. Patch. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'd say like Overland patches on the roof is like a big trend. I think. Pull it up, guy. I think it actually originated <laughs> from doing like like the military. Oh, because they'd have like their flags on their their shoulders and stuff and then they put them on the roof and then suddenly it's like oh this cool company that i i rock their stuff i have their patch and then you know it just grows and then oh i can get the the park one and i don't know i think it's just like a sticker collection so people put them on the ceiling above themselves yeah, yeah like okay. like that there you there. Are. Oh, yeah i so, see good yeah. job yeah so that's uh that's definitely a big thing in over overlanding i actually sure. like that because yeah, i don't cool. really want to put stickers on the outside of my, uh, outside mm-hmm. of my car yeah i'm mm-hmm. actually very proud to be the only sticker on your car uh yeah are you still i think yeah you're only sticker yeah, yeah. Oh. do you do you yeah, by the way cool. do you know the best way to remove a sticker <laughs> <laughs> like don't razor blade or goo gone or what yeah i heard that clear coat does really good <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> all right i'll try that it's like an un, un, really <laughs> relatively unknown fact you know, <laughs> have you heard of steel wool yeah. <laughs> what yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> the opposite of the joke he was saying <laughs> Uh, smartest guy on the pod <laughs> i i i kind of like the bat the patch thing because like you can just remove them and stop yeah. permanent and then no one can really see it i guess yeah because you, you have know. a lot of commitment issues i do yeah, yeah. but i could commit to like one or two patches yeah yeah <laughs> and just take them off oh th- these guys suck now yeah. what are yeah. some what are some other trends that you always see that you're just like kind of like cringe trends not that uh, that is you can do that okay <laughs> yeah and also if it if it means like it's a, a about a product at your store, still buy the product, I guess, right? This is putting you in a weird position. Oh, no, yeah, whatever. I, I make fun of people all the time. It's all good. Okay, <laughs> good, good, good. Uh, I think, oh, what's a good one? Like, just like, I think just bolting random stuff to your truck, right? Like, people will have like rakes and like, well, that's a bit of a joke. But like, they're, you know, they'll have everything bolted to the side. They have the high lift. I love when people have the high lift and they don't actually have anywhere on their vehicle that they could use the high lift. That's like a jack, st- like a jack. It's, it's like, like a really scary jack. Yeah, where you jack your truck way up. Yeah, if you have big tires. Or- yeah, exactly. Okay, and uh, yeah, they're they're known for like being super tippy. It's like one leg like this, and you're always in a weird situation, and then it can fall over, and the vehicle falls on you, or the handle. The most common thing is the handle comes up and, and breaks Look up your that jaw. High, high lift thing. Look it up. Yeah. Bring up the high lift. I'm sure there's probably videos of like high lifts going crazy. Because if you like oh. lose control, it will just start doing this and like it'll break <laughs> bones. It's crazy. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man. Okay. Well, I think yeah. we got to look up <laughs> uh, like high lift fails. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's uh, they're a scary tool. They're very, very useful, but you have to know how to use it. And I don't think most people that buy them have ever used one. So, yeah. I'd say probably not the best way to go anymore. But, uh, all right. What? 
Okay, what we have is a high lift jack. <laughs> What's going on? Oh, yeah, he's high lift jacks can only be used. Okay, so he's the jacking up the, the front yeah. bumper. So you need like a lift. bumper or like sliders or some sort of like strong metal thing to jack off of. What? Sometimes they have that. Delete that. Delete that and vacuum pants joker. Yeah. Yeah, you have to make sure you have something really hard to jack off. Yeah. Can you jack off your frame? Uh. Yeah, but uh, yeah, they're just super tippy and they they can come loose and just go crazy. I'm so. You're anxious. watching this old man jack off. Yeah, as I thought it would yeah. be. <laughs> I know I'm nowhere near finishing at this point. Now I'll just put it into the release. Hey, uh, producer yeah. man, you have any more yeah. uh, videos of uh, fails? Because this isn't a fail. This is a. Uh, uh, this is just an old man jacking off. Is it? No, no, no. I think it's gonna there happen. You go. Oh, there That's you go. That's what happens. Oh. Oh. And there's quite a lot of force there, and yeah, people break jaws and wrists all the time. I saw so. you nearly break your jaw on my truck. Oh, that's right. Yeah, documented in the video. <laughs> yeah, yeah. capture that. <laughs> yeah, just like bolt breaks loose and just punch yourself in the face. You know the usual. All the suggested videos were yours. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, we did just reach the like the biggest subscriber goal that you can reach. Uh, sixty-nine, sixty-nine. No oh, way! Wow. Wow. Thank you. I I even got the opportunity. I saw it and screenshotted it. Amazing. It wasn't like we just passed it. I actually saw it. I witnessed. Yeah, it was nice. It's gone. So other than getting 420 69 69 what's the goal with the youtube channel like you see a lot of youtubers with shops yeah doing this type of content yeah i think the goal is the same as every other person it's just to get loaded yeah yeah, <laughs> no, I, yeah I don't know it's just uh when you say that it sounds to me like uh drinking like getting loaded <laughs> yeah. i've been listening to the steve-o podcast too much yeah. he always says like getting loaded See, it's a double entendre because what happens is you try to get loaded and we, what you end up doing is just getting, getting wasted. loaded. Yeah. Oh, getting wasted. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. It was, it was just like another way to market really. And also like, you know, hanging with you guys, like I actually got really into camera stuff. Yeah, and, you're like, good at it. Well, thank you. I, I don't. Yeah. Everything I learned is from you guys. So uh, everything. And, and Ollie. Yeah. Some trucks, winches. Yeah. All, all of it. Jack, yeah. Jacking off. <laughs> so yeah the uh the youtube is just like an extension of like my my hobby of video making along with like okay like we can maybe grow the business a little bit with that too and and also like maybe eventually it turns into something who knows well it's kind of cool too right because you're now you're documenting uh your truck that's in a million tiny pieces mm -hmm. and you're gonna be able to watch that in 10 years when your truck is hopefully in one piece and yeah. you can be like, well, look what it started as. And there's this like little memory bank. Yeah. And I can just look at it and be like, well, that was a mistake. Oh, why did I do that? Yeah. Fire starts there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Got that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it's, it's cool. I I've been enjoying it. It's just a lot of work. I think you guys know, like videos are way more work than people think. And uh, yeah, man, you pump out a lot of videos and it makes me, it, it, it motivates me. Cause I'm like, oh shit, well, if Brady has the time to do it, we should be able to put out a video. I definitely don't feel like I have the time, but yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, you're working those over hours. Yeah, definitely. Like I'll come home from work and edit for a few hours and then spend weekend. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of work, but that's what we were talking about, right? The grind. Yeah. Hopefully Marrying it pays off work. eventually. Yeah. <laughs>
but well it's been fun to i don't know just chat and bounce off ideas because sometimes you know sharing whatever i've learned helps reinforce hopefully not the things that are not true like reinforcing like bad uh you know advice hopefully i'm not doing that for myself (laughs) but you had uh you know had a successful video recently and it was what yeah, was, what was the title? Yeah, uh, I don't even know what things the not was. to buy yeah, for your five, Toyota. Five or something. things not to buy. This I feel like this is a recurring theme on this thing that I'm just like, don't do all this stuff. Don't pay us for anything. <laughs> well, people don't want to get, you know, they don't want to be like yeah. cheated. They want to. Yeah, and you're a straight shooter, so they appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you're a real guy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that was our biggest one. Is like, don't buy these five things for your truck or whatever, and just save your money. And and uh, yeah, it, it definitely for us at least blew up um like on our relative scale of of blowing up and uh yeah it's pretty cool and and like we were just down in the states at a, an event called king of the hammers and somebody came up to me like yo i, I follow you guys on youtube and i was like blown away I was like this That's is great. nuts yeah it was really cool but uh yeah it's like how do you recapture that kind of magic i didn't even think the video was that good honestly but <laughs> That's about yeah. how it works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How, how do you feel about when people recognize you, whether it's Trail Boss or through YouTube channel, or whatever? like, do you, you like it? Because you're a you're a country pumpkin. You're not a city slicker, right? Pumpkin. Yeah. You don't like the pumpkin. I, I say that <laughs> I don't. Pumpkin. I say that I don't like it. I think a lot of cool people don't like it, but then reality is like de- deep down, it's like you feel kind of good. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Well, I think I made it. it feels good. <laughs> Put on your glasses. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're getting positive reinforcement for something you worked really hard on. Yeah. That, how's that not going to feel good? Yeah, that's true. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's not about the popularity. It's about being like the recognition for the work. You know? And a bit about the popularity. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you get those, I didn't want to get say those restaurant <laughs> yeah. reservations uh, right here, Joe yeah. Boss. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Mr. Boss, please come in. Yeah. <laughs> then he runs right into the yeah. the wine wall because he's got his glasses on. He can't see. Yeah, definitely can't see in those things. <laughs> yeah. Uh, something we haven't touched on yet. To, have we talked about trucks enough, guys? <laughs> I falsely said that we hadn't <laughs> talked about trucks. It's true. What I meant was we didn't like talk about. I don't it, even like, talk about trucks this much yeah. at my job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're a mountain biker. You're you're you're. Talented mountain biker, and uh, that's how we have spent a lot of time together as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How did you get into that community? Th- just by riding bikes. Riding bikes. Yeah. Who would have thunk? Yeah. <laughs> Who would have thunk? Yeah, just growing up, you know, like every little kid's thing is like the bike is like freedom, right? So, got really into biking. I mean, we we couldn't drive anywhere at home, like when we were kids, but you could bike everywhere. So yeah, we we explored all over the place, and and then you you know you have the adrenaline side, and then you want to jump it, and then suddenly you're riding mountain bikes up down mountains. Yeah, because you were saying you had jumps that probably would still be there if we. Oh yeah, hundred percent they would be there for that just I built. Kind of yeah. just in the, just in, in the middle of town, covering weeds. There'd be the jump with the landing for sure. Yeah. So, so yeah. was your first uh, exposure to mountain biking dirt jumping then, or no? Uh, I wish it was, um, but uh, yeah, honestly, it was just like whatever we built as kids. So like sketchy jumps on the street to like getting bigger and bigger to like building crazy drops off of sand cliffs or whatever, and just like whatever we could find and felt brave enough to do. 
Yeah, there was, there was no actual trails. That wasn't a thing. It was more like the era of, like, uh, you know, New World Disorder, like, building skinnies in the trees and, and like, dropping off big things was kind of the MO for sure. So, so when I came down here and, like, I think the first time I, like, actually mountain biked, I got to go to Whistler Bike Park and, like, my mind was blown. I was like, whoa, there's, like, more than one feature? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was it was awesome. When when yeah. would that have been? First trip to Whistler. Yeah, that's a good question. I I probably was like fifteen, maybe sixteen. Uh, that means nothing to me. Yeah, <laughs> I mean I'm like your age. Okay. I don't know, t- or uh, mid two thousands. Mid two thousands, but I always just think, uh, what what was in the boneyard? When yeah, I think of a like coconut box. Years. Yeah, Probably. the boneyard had the drop that. Bear claw three sixties. Mm, okay. Like in the trees there. That helps. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so so that was like it. And then I just was here biking. I don't even know how how it all happened, honestly. Just life. Any other sports? Yeah, I play a, a lot of sports. I snowboard. Um I I used to do a lot more, but my body has deteriorated, so yeah, uh, not as much anymore, but uh, yeah, definitely. I like to climb, like bouldering and stuff. And that string of bad luck has followed you on the bike a couple times. Uh, hey, is that is that crash on? I don't know where it is. Which crash? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we the one where you broke your leg. Was it you broke your leg? I, uh, yeah, I broke my leg at one point, along with four other bones at the same time simultaneously. It, you show it, me a video. Is it online? It is on Instagram. Oh, but you would have to scroll for ages to find. We it. got time. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I feel like I always, I, I'm very confident on like steep, gnarly rock stuff, like shore kind of riding. Yeah. Very confident. I rarely ever crash on that kind of stuff. Like I'm, I'm totally. I've seen it. You're a killer. And then. And then there's a jump, and for some reason, like half the time, I can hit a jump and it's great. And then the other half the time, I hit a jump and I explode. <laughs> what is it about the air time? I, I don't know. Your balance like, off? Does I, it come back to balance? Yeah, again? I think that might be it. Yeah, it's the whole balance thing. We saw that uh, yeah. in the video from Savinaw last oh, year. That's God. right. When yeah. you hit that step down, exactly, and nearly killed Cass. We, we actually missed the moment. We missed the crash. Yeah, no, I saw it. <laughs> You saw it it in real life. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know what it is. I just don't have the consistency. Maybe I just don't have the, like, the confidence. I don't know. No, no, you have confidence. You You just send it. And yeah. Okay. Maybe I just don't have the smarts. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) I think it's, I think it's balance. I think we've come full circle. It's maybe some sort of balance thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Who knows? Like, like there, I've hit some big jumps, you know? Like, I've I've hit some for sure pretty big ones and it's great and I I can do a tabletop and suicide no handers and backflip yeah I did one backflip and uh, which blew my mind and then and then the literally the next time I like so I don't know I don't know what to say (laughs) about it (laughs) I'm trying to figure it out myself what which (laughs) which Instagram is uh, the crash on it's it's on the Overland one but it's deep you got to go deep. I yeah I don't know if <laughs> good you luck. It. <laughs> you also so you broke four you broke your leg and four other bones. Yeah, I broke my collarbone. I broke my wrist. I broke my broke my leg. 
and then I broke uh like your femur? No, just just the oh. little one, you know. Tail fib. Yeah, whatever one of those. Yeah. The the non important one. Okay. Um Yeah. It's kinda And you're back? That was more recently. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> broke my back. What how did you break that again? What crash was that? Uh you know, just another jumping fail. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Where? Uh on on Seymour here. Oh yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I don't know what to say. Did you did you know right away that you broke your back or did you walk out of there, ride out of there? <laughs> yeah, it's just like <laughs> whatever the Mike Tyson quote is. Spinal. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I laid on the ground winded for a while and then yeah, I was pretty wrecked after that one. That was a heavy one for sure. What how did you land on your head or I can't I think what happened is like I cased the jump and then like flipped over the bars and like landed backwards into the berm. Oh. So like upside down, back first, berm. And then mm. just like folded and uh yeah. Jeez. Yeah, that was uh, my most recent big crash. And did you ride out? Rode out. Yeah. You rode out. Oh, what a trail boss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, trail yeah. boss in two ways. What yeah. what did you break? I broke uh L four or L three. I don't know why you're looking at me. Around that area. <laughs> your doctor, right? Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, it wasn't like super bad, honestly. It was just like painful. But those those little things that stick out of this, I don't know. I'm supposed to know all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know the thing. The, the, the thing it broke. You know, whatever. Okay. Oh, <laughs> and how was it treating you now? Uh, the 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 vertebrae are okay. The discs. I've I've been struggling with disc problems in my back for a long time, so that's uh kind of where I'm at herniated so can we go mountain biking together or what yeah we can (laughs) right now uh well it's pretty snowy yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. but uh I I actually had originally planned to bring my bike out when I came here yeah go for right after yeah that would be great yeah it would have been but you know whatever it's all good did you find the video you're never gonna find it uh, ah yeah, whatever I'm, I'm looking to i don't i don't even know what i'm looking for yeah <laughs> <laughs> you just see fuzz right now yeah. it's just like all like trucks, trucks. yeah what and a surprise tense what <laughs> yeah let's watch one more trail boss and then uh maybe we uh this or that hit the this or that <laughs> oh. Oh, so i get asked all the time hey trail boss how do I get more departure angle? I keep dragging my bumper on the ground. Well, I'm going to show you right now. Let's get rid of this loser bumper. <laughs> Dear God. I love the fast edits. Oh, what are you doing to my truck, man? Are you serious? <laughs> my bumper? What are you doing? What? The neighbors must love you. That's <laughs> 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 Bosh. Yeah, for the audio only people, we just watched uh, Brady Trail Boss rip a, off a rear bumper off another Tacoma yeah. with your Tacoma. That's right. Yeah, Tacoma and Tacoma. It's a hate crime right there. It's so funny because this is like not, it's like the opposite of your personality. Like super loud and obnoxious and silly. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm just pleased knowing that that's there somewhere inside you. That makes me happy. Mm hmm. Yeah, it's uh, you know it's got to have an avenue to escape. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think we should uh, should definitely find the right time and place to 
put you in a ridiculous scenario and <laughs> I'm down. Know, get trail We still got camera. bumpers on our vehicles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you rip them right off. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. <laughs> Do you still have bumpers? I was outside. Oh, yeah. Uh, just oh, earlier. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I already got two more videos yeah. in the can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Should, oh, well. should we jump into it? Is Could it be time? A, yeah. yeah. How long have we been going for? Almost oh, two hours. You know, goodness. the thing is now, because of this new setup, we uh, we bought a memory card, essentially. <laughs> for the last 30 podcasts, we were capped at like an hour and a half. Yeah. Now we can go forever. Yeah. Do a four hour special. I don't know who's going to want to listen to me for that long, but. If you're still here, congratulations. The real chuthers. One yeah. Brazilian out there. One <laughs> Brazilian chuther. <laughs> Please comment. <laughs> <laughs> comment section's blowing up. It, you know, it's, it's, ah, forget it. Let's play this or that. Are you going right. to do it? I can do the music. I'll do the music. Okay, I can do the this or that. All right. This guy's got the music this week. You ready? Yeah. So have you played the game this or that? Wait, I'm, I'm, loud. Loud. I'm so oh, sorry. Loud. I fucked up. Great t- you shut up. Have you played this or that? I've not. No. It is the game where there is two, one question, two answers, this or that. You have to pick one. We're going to go through them rapid fire. And Wait, what best. happened to the intro where we all go this or that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Okay. Whatever happened to that? You guys ready for it? Are we doing it? Yeah. yeah sure. all right, let's do it. Are you ready to play this or that? Wow. Start the music, Dave. So We're dropping natural. in. I don't think that's what the intro was. I no, I it wasn't. Like it wasn't. There was more. I don't know what the hell it is. That's okay. It's fine. Here comes the music. Question one Haida Gwaii or California Baja? Baja. Tacoma or Forerunner? Tacoma. Tacoma or Tundra? Tundra. Automatic or manual? Uh, manual. Overinflated tires or underinflated? Underinflated. Welded or bolted together? Welded. Rock crawling or dune blasting? Dune blasting. Suspension, suspension spacers or lower control arm armor? <laughs> Slower control arm over. That's a cow's question, isn't it? Oh yeah. Getting stuck in the mud or getting stuck in the snow? Snow. Late nights or early mornings? Late nights. Camping on the coast or up a mountain? Coast. Formula One or Baja One Thousand? Baja One Thousand. Toque or hat? Toque. Changing a tire or getting changed by a tire? <laughs> This was mine. How? What? What is that? You have to pick one. <laughs> Getting changed by a tire. Good answer. <laughs> yeah. Ding. Filming or editing? Uh, filming. Yeah. All terrains or mud terrains? I'm gonna go all terrains. Taco Bell or Taco Fino? My Taco God. Bell. Oof. Oh. Gross. Solid <laughs> axle or independent front well, suspension? Hold on. What? Solid ass. What? What? Solid axle or <laughs> <Okay>. independent front suspension? <laughs> <laughs> I got the solid asshole yeah, too. Solid asshole. <laughs> solid asshole or loose asshole. Just when it's sealed <laughs> over. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, Can you bolt that? Can you yeah. bolt that for me? Uh, I'm gonna go independent front suspension. Yeah. <laughs> Wet and muddy roads or loose and dusty? Loose and dusty. VI or flat tire? Flat tire. <laughs> What's a VI? Vehicle v- inspection? Yeah. Uh camper or rooftop tent? Rooftop tent. V8 or V10? V8. And finally, mountain biking or overlanding? Mountain biking. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I saw your lips. And that wow. was another round of this or that. This or that. <laughs> Good job. You did. There's some toughies in there. Yeah. God, you're sweating. There's a bead of sweat coming off your brow right now. Honestly, I am. Oh, wait. Yeah. That's a, oh, grease. Never mind. Oh, yeah, sorry. A little smear here. <laughs>
Wait, I want to I add a few more. Can we add a po- post game? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, tent on the floor camping or hammock camping? I'll go hammock. Okay. Uh, that's That, that, that concludes it. my that question. Was, Thank right. you. <laughs> I'll add a few more here. Real <laughs> hard balls. I, I got that new about. segment here. Yeah. One question. Yeah, you guys have any more questions for Brady I can answer for him? or No. No. <laughs> Well, uh, this has been Feeding Off Each Other, the number one Feeding Off Each Other podcast in the world. Believe it or not. not. Uh, Yeah, do you feel well-fed? I feel so well-fed. Good. That's good. I am Mm -hmm. as full as can be. Good. Love you guys. I love you too, man. Like I said earlier, you're a real dude. You're a straight shooter. You you know, you just, you say it like it is. And uh, even though you're a business owner, you tell people what they should be spending their money on and what they shouldn't be on. You're not, you're not really too concerned. So you put your integrity first, which I really respect. That's how you have longevity. Hmm. That's good. That's good. That's what we're going for. Just, yeah. uh, don't, uh, drink any San Pellegrinos around me. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks Brady. Uh, Thank you for enjoy your me. long drive back to Cloverdale. Yeah. I, I wonder what it's like outside. It's practically the yeah. bush for us city slickers. <laughs> yeah. Practically. Practically. Yeah, um, thanks so much for having me. It's yeah, and uh, visit Overland Outfitters storefront in Cloverdale if you're in town or order shit online. Perfect. Or, or I'm just I'm watch promoting their videos. for you. Thank you. Because yeah. usually we ask people what do you have to promote and they go, ah, nothing. 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 Yeah, nothing. Uh, Overland Outfitters on YouTube, Overland mm-hmm. Outfitters on Instagram on, on Instagram, Trailboss hashtag Trailboss Nexopia Nexopia MSN. <laughs> if you know what Nexopia is, give this podcast a thumbs up and review our podcast. Um, yeah, what do we ask people to do at this part? Review uh, the podcast. Like review review it, the podcast. Uh, call in for a speak pipe. Yeah, oh, have yeah, you sure. called in yet, Brady? Do our do our podcast? Will you, will you leave us this message one day? I can leave you a message. Yeah, lay us okay. some pipe. You yeah. just go to speakpipe.com slash feeding off each other, and it's you just hit a button and hold it and talk into your phone, and that's it. You don't okay. even have to hold it. Oh. don't even have to hold it. Oh, do you have to sign up for anything? Uh, no. Nope. Yeah. Very low barrier to entry. It's so easy. When I did it for the Christmas pod, I was mm-hmm. amazed at how easy it was. Yeah, it's a great Jason's service. message was incredible. <laughs> Yeah, you got to one-up that one. So. That was incredible. How do I hear the old message? Uh, Christmas special. Okay, he was okay, sick. Okay. And uh, yeah, he had a whole... Yeah, it was super yeah. sick. All right. It was super sick. All right, that's it. Thanks for watching. And, and as always... As always... We love each other. Thank you for listening to Feeding Off Each Other. Please subscribe for more great podcasts.